Spoonful of Paolo, here we go. Hey everyone, I'm Paolo, and today we got a fabulous episode for you because I am gonna be talking with the one and only, the super talented Valerie Bertinelli. You guys, she has a brand new book out called Enough Already. And let me tell you, I read it. It is so beautiful, so raw, so open, so everything. And I can't wait to talk with Valerie for the very first time. We're good? Okay, Valerie. Patrick says we're good, so when you're ready, we can just start. Thank you, Patrick. Thank you, Patrick. Okay, um, Valerie, I have to say, honestly, from the bottom of my heart, it is an honor to have you on our web show, Spoonful Apollo. I am a big fan of yours. I have so much love and respect for you. So thank you, thank you, thank you so much. Thank you for having me, Paolo. Oh, you're welcome. And of course, I read your book. And I have to say that it is so beautiful, so open, so raw, so real. Um, I, you know, when I was done reading it, I went to the bathroom and I gave myself a hug and I looked in the mirror and oh. I said, I am enough. I am enough just from that's reading so your book. That's so lovely. Just from reading your book. That's how beautiful that's so it was. lovely. Oh, that's so smart too. <laughs> Thank you. Good for you. Good for you. That's the, oh, that's like, that's lovely. Uh, I love that. Thank you, Valerie. Everyone thank should you. go give themselves a hug right this second. I mean, how could you not, after you read your story that you're so open, which we'll get more into it, but I also have to say, because you have some really amazing recipes in your book that relate to some of the different stories that you write. So me being Italian, I had to make your Sicilian chocolate love cake, Valerie. Yes. Oh my God, it's like... <laughs> yeah. It's so, listen, we've been doing this for 11 years, but this is one of the best recipes I've ever made. And I could have so finished good. this yesterday, but my husband's like, no, no, wait, you got to show Valerie. You got to show Valerie. So take a look at this so we can eat it after this interview. It's amazing. Isn't it good? And it's so easy. It's so easy. So easy. Use but a box mix. Mm -hmm. Yes. But it's that mascarpone ricotta filling that you've created yep. that literally, even before I put it on top of the chocolate batter, I was like, this is so good. You can just eat it like that in the bowl. That's what it is. You have to, it's the, it's the cheese. It's, it's all about the cheese. <laughs> you know, Valerie, I was thinking, cause I know that your mom would cook three meals a day for you and your family. And I know that before you started acting, you were in the kitchen watching your, your mom, your noni, your aunt making all like gnocchi, the, you know, polenta, homemade pasta. How proud do you think they would be of you today? You in this moment with this beautiful book and your award-winning show, you know, Valerie's Home Cooking, how proud would they be of you in this moment right now, would you say? No one's ever asked me that. I've never even thought about that. Oh my goodness. That's such a fabulous thing to think about. I think they would be really proud. I think, you know, even going back to my great grandmother, Maria Mancha, Crosa uh, Mancha, she, you know, who started in, in Lanzo Torinese and selling her gelato so she could come to America. I, I think she would be really proud. Oh, that's so lovely to think. And oh, nonni, you know, making her fried bread for me and then knowing that this little six-year-old girl was going to end up, you know, at 60 doing what I'm doing now or uh, almost 62. But yeah, that's it's like, oh, it's a, that's a really nice, nice thing to think about. Hmm. Oh, I'm so glad. I'm so glad that you really, I, you know, because I was thinking your story, you know, Valerie, I was just like, I've always followed you on social media. But the one thing why I love about you is that you're so vulnerable. You're so transparent. And I was like, this is why people love you because you are so open to go there. But did you ever think with you being so open that people could relate to you with your story? Did you ever think that? I, 
I didn't until people would say that to me. And then I realized, oh yeah, I'm saying it to share because I don't want to feel alone and they're hearing it and they don't feel alone. So it's, it's a really great give and take, you know, um, that old thing of, it, it starts with do unto others as you would have them do unto you. I really do believe in the golden rule, treating each other the way you want to be treated, treating other people. And when you are honest and vulnerable with someone, because you want them to be honest and vulnerable with you, it, it, that does happen. And it makes for a more authentic relationship, I think. And you can have that relationship with strangers because we don't have to be strangers. We can really, we really are all one big unit trying to make this big old rock work going around the sun. And, and the more that we are kinder and gentler and give each other more grace, um, the more, the better it's going to work. Oh, it's so true. It really is. Yeah. And we have to start with ourselves because we can't treat others better if we don't treat ourselves better. And that's where I was stuck because I would treat other, other people way better than I would treat myself. And I'm like, why am I doing this? I don't understand it. I've worked for a really beautiful life. I have a beautiful life. Why don't I feel more joy? This is insane. So it's just trying to get to that and trying to really kind of take all of the lie that I was, um, that was ingrained in me at a very young age that you're unlovable if you gain weight, which is not true. You're lovable just as you are. Everybody is. Um, and it's just, it, when you learn something so terrible like at a young age, it's, it's hard. It's hard to get out of your system. Yeah, I remember on page page 39, you wrote, you said really nicely, you said, I am glad that I called off the diet as I start the new year. It feels like a weight has already been lifted from my shoulders. Since I am not trying to lose 10 pounds, I do not start the day by getting on the scale and setting myself up for disappointment. This is not only liberating, it is also a relief not to hear my inner voice call me a failure because you know so many of us have that inner voice. And the more we get mad, the louder it gets. So how are you able to tame that inner voice and say, uh-uh, I'm not going to let you control me or my weight. I am going to live my life without this getting so loud. How were you able to tame that? Interestingly enough, um, Angie Johnsy helped me a lot with this. And I talk about her in the book a lot. Um, and anybody who wants to go find her can go find her on Instagram. She's amazing. Also on, um, you can find her anywhere. She's terrific. Um, but instead of just trying to continue to push that voice down, and what I used to do is eat it away. I would just like eat so I wouldn't have to deal with the feelings I didn't want to feel. Listen to the voice. Listen to that negative voice and ask that negative voice. And now I've started, someone else gave me a great little trick, said, give the voice a name. You know, what do you want? Why? You know, why are you talking to me this way? What do you want? Like recently, I'm, and I, it's still, I still have anxiety about little things that will come up. Like I have to do a lot of traveling this year and I'm a little anxious about it woke up at three o'clock in the morning and I found myself going, I can't get back to sleep. What's going on? I could feel an actual physical, the anxiety. I think anybody that has that um, anxiety knows that physicality that happens with it. And I said, okay, I want to go back to sleep, but you need to be heard. So anxiety, what do you want to tell me? What's going on right now? Why do we have to wake me up right now? Do we need to have a conversation? What are you, what do you think I'm not hearing you? Do you really need to go through this right now? And just actually really talk to it. And then it starts to feel heard and it dissipates just a little bit. For me, this has been successful. Uh, there's other things people have had success with medication. I did not, I tried medication, it was not successful. Uh, so I have learned that if I try to really talk to those voices, talk to 
the anxiety talk to uh, the self-loathing even um, that I can, when you give all of those, all the feelings a voice and let them be heard and then say, okay, I've heard you, you're not helping any longer. So can you stop right now? Then, then they can go back and stop and, and, but they might come up again. So you have to talk to them again, just like anybody. I mean, we're going to continue to get emotions and feelings and we're going to need to have another conversation, even with our loved ones. So it's like the little girl that was never heard when she was little. You know, like, why did you think I I was fat? I'll look at pictures of myself. I'm like, why did someone call me fat? I was so not fat. Oh right. my God, what a lie. Yes. It's so crazy. Oh, you know, when you were saying about the name, like give that, that voice the name, I do that. My husband, he knows when it's the voice talking and he calls it Pablo, not Paolo. And he says, <laughs> he says, that's Pablo talking. I'm like, oh, so it's like, he knows so it's true. If you, if you give that inner voice, it's like he knows it too, like the anxiety or someone talking for you inside of you. It is not me. It's the, the scary part inside of me, that voice that's speaking louder and louder. So that you're so right about that. Good. Yeah, that's brilliant. Brilliant. It's a good little trick. It's a good little trick that, that can help to hopefully dissipate. Sometimes it won't get rid of all of it. I mean, there's so many little trick, tricks and tips. And um, I encourage anyone who's having trouble to reach out for therapy. I mean, there's some great therapists out there to reach out to Angie. Angie has great um, tips and, and tricks as well. We'll put her link on there. Thank you for saying that. Yes, please do. Yeah, we will. Um, I have to say also, you talked a lot about your beloved former husband, Eddie Van Halen, obviously rock and roll icon, the greatest guitarist of all time, you know, and you know, you talk about how you guys were married for 20 years, but you shared four decades together and you write about him dealing with cancer for 20 years. And in the book you write, which was so beautiful. And I'm going to quote you. You said, this is when he passed away in October of 2020. You said, my thoughts keep going back to Ed in the hospital room as if I'm trying to understand and process what happened, even though I know what did. But I do have a new insight. As I sat there holding Ed's hand, crying as he left his physical body, the love we shared stayed with me and still does and always will. The reason why this stood out for me is because last month I lost my mother. So, she was my everything. And so when I read this book, you know, and before, you know, when she passed, I was reading your book and that stuck with me because I remember when she passed away, we were all there, my siblings and my dad, and, and I was next to her and I was holding her. And even though I knew that that physical part of her had left, I had that love that no one's going to take away. And when you said that, I said, she is so right. She is so right. So just thank you for speaking the truth and for being so vulnerable and for saying that because it does, it makes a difference. It makes a difference. I'm so sorry for your loss. It's Thank it's you. so so difficult, and I I I feel your pain. I feel your pain. Oh, I know but you do. She yeah. oh she knows how much you loved her uh, for sure. For uh, sure. Mama's boy, you know the the best. Yeah. Uh, all my heart, you know. Like I I feel like I yeah. was like you. Like I would I'm in the kitchen, you know, when I was little, watching her make all the Italian goodies, you know, the scalette, the curdivi, all the stuff, <laughs> the southern, all this stuff, and it's like, and I when I was reading, I'm like it took me back there watching my mom make all her Italian specialties, mm -hmm. you know. So it was so beautiful. Yeah. How would you say that you are going to honor, uh, would you say, Eddie, like his legacy and his love? You know, how, how do you keep that going, would you say? Um, it's challenging because so many people have so many opinions. <laughs> but what's your opinion? Um, <laughs> but I can't let other people's opinions. It's none of my business, you know, what their opinion is of what Ed's and my relationship was. Ed and I had our relationship. Um, ups and downs. We treat each other badly. We treat each other wonderfully. Um, it was a, um, a, a very full 40 years. Um, and we have 
an amazing son that we both adored. I still adore him. And I know Wolf, I know that Ed still does too. Um, Hello, he's nominated for a Grammy for best rock song. He's going on he's uh, going on tour like of course he's up there in heaven like okay, you're doing really good with our son. You know he's saying that, okay? <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, I mean, I I get to be here and and be here for both of us to support Wolfie and um uh, I, I you know, it's just when he was nominated, I, I it was just so hard because I really wanted to talk to Ed because I I know how how Ed how proud he if anybody was prouder of Wolfie than me then it was going to be Ed I mean we were in competition for who <laughs> to be more proud I know that he sent you a sign on your book because you had asked him send me a sign let me know that this book's okay mm -hmm. and I know he sent you some birds twenty birds or something float that you that was the sign saying like he's proud of you with this book like saying good job Valerie I. I I know that, um, and of course I still doubt, you know, I mean, I don't know if, if when we see signs, I still don't think that I've seen signs from my mom or my dad, but maybe I have and I didn't realize it or I wasn't keeping an eye out for it. But I think the signs are always there and we don't even realize it. Um, <clears throat> it's, yeah, that flock of birds kind of freaked me out because I, when I made the little pact with Ed about, you know, I'm going to, we're going to see two birds or was it three? And then I forgot, was it two or was it three? And I, when I said, well, screw it, then send a whole flock of birds. And literally a whole flock of birds just went right before my eyes. That okay, okay, I get it. You're here. And then the dreams that happened and, you know, it's, it's kind of amazing. It's kind of amazing. I do feel his presence and then I don't. So um, I'm hoping that he's in a, in a place where he's, being able to go over his magical life that he had and and not beat himself up so much and and think of all the good things that he did and and not not be in pain any longer physical or emotional because he was in a lot of emotional pain yeah yeah uh, you know what's so amazing too is that when you were young your manager uh, tammy lynn i think was her name and she said to you yes. what do you want to what do you she said to you basically what do you want to do when you grow up and you're like well i want to be in a hit series and i want to walk down the street and people to recognize me and that dream came true because i think you were 11 <laughs> years old when you landed your first commercial and i think it was an easter commercial and then you did like six more commercials and then you landed obviously barbara cooper for uh when you were 15 years old on one day mm -hmm. at a time i mean it's just i love your story but Crazy. what what would you say to that 15 year old, if you had to give her one important lesson from your book, what would you tell her? What would you tell the 15 year old? One big lesson from your book that you can remember, would you say? I, and I mean this from the bottom of my heart that it does, I don't mean this to be trite because this is, because the lie was so strong and because you're not fat, you're not fat. And I know that people will look back at pictures of me at 15 and go, well, yeah, you're not fat, but that's what I was told. And it's wrong. I mean, I look at the ice skaters now and they're being told they're fat because they can't do a, a quad. You know, I mean, it's stupid. The, the adults, the way they treat children are so, it's so messed up. It's so messed up. So yeah, I mean, it's as something as simple and stupid as that. And I think that would have changed my life in a different direction and made me much more secure much more bold. And I mean, maybe I wasn't supposed to be, maybe I was supposed to take 60 years to get bolder and get more vulnerable and, and be more authentic. I don't know. Um, this is where I am today. And I'm grateful for where I am today. I just, I wish I hadn't had to go through so much pain to get here. But maybe that's what we're here to do. This is a painful place to be, Earth. 
And maybe that's what we're here to do and, and get to it, but connect as well. Yeah, two things. First of all, I hope that teacher who did that thing at fifth, who was, I think it was her fifth grade teacher, pointed at the belly and said something about your belly. So I hope she's watching. That's number one. Number two is your story has helped so many people. Like I said, for me, reading your book. So I think the blessing is you had to go through all that, that heartache, but look where you are today where I, I'm reading your comments. I'm reading your comments on your Instagram because it, we all can relate to and knowing that you're not alone, that I'm with you, that so-and-so's with you is a beautiful thing that we're all on the same journey together trying to figure this out because you truly are a beautiful soul. You really are, Valerie. You're just a beautiful Thank soul. You. And your parents- As so, are you. Oh. We all are, aren't we? Okay, we all are, we exactly, all? exactly. Everyone watching this as well. Yes, yes. And I know when you were a little girl, you would like you wanted to be a singer and I think you would listen to Carpenters like their their songs and you would go in front yes, of the mirror Carpenter. yes, and you would perform what okay that was you when you were young but what would you today Valerie when you go to when you go in the bathroom you look yourself in the mirror what do you see what do you see from this girl who's grown up and who's done so much work on herself what do you see I see <laughs> uh -oh. I see an old woman <laughs> Definitely an older woman is like, wow, what happened? Um, but I see a happy woman. I see someone who, um, who makes me happy because I feel like I can make people happy because I, I just, I love so deeply, so, so strongly. Um, so I, but yet shyly, I, um, I am timid with my love, but yet once I do, I am strong and deep and firm and, um, I want to be that for myself as well. And I'm really getting there. And I just, I enjoy people as shy and as insecure and as um, all of that that I am, even though it's hard for people to believe that I'm an introvert, but in an extrovert business, um, when I am around people that give me the energy that I love, it's just like, oh, it's such an amazing feeling to connect with people. And um, it's, it's just, it's lovely. The universe is lovely. Oh. Oh, Valerie, you know, this is it's my first interview that I'm doing since my mom passed away. And when I, I read your book, oh, I reached out you. to your team and I, I was going to put these interviews on hold, but I, I, I just wanted to talk to you and your beautiful team when they said, yes, let's set this up. It is such a blessing to be here and talking with you because this my mom loved you so much. Um, oh. And so it's like, it, I'm, you know, like this is for her. This is for you. This is for me. And it's so how we want to end this for you is, you know, I know when you turn 60, you you donate, I think, $60,000 to four charities, which you have on your website, ValerieBertinelli.com. So what we want to do is um, because you're going to turn 62 two days before my birthday in April. We want to oh, donate. Fellow Taurus. Yes, fellow Taurus. We're, this, we're so the same. Okay. <laughs> um, so we want to donate $620 to nokidhungry.org in honor of you, oh, Valerie. Paolo. Yeah. Oh, my God. You are a blessing to this world. Thank you so, so much. Oh, you are so kind. Thank you. Uh, oh, they will be so happy. Uh, you are sweet. Oh, you are so kind. Thank uh, you. No, thank you. Now, I couldn't put that many zeros like you did for your 60th, okay? <laughs> but So we did put one zero. That is a lot of money, okay. and I thank you. You are uh, a blessing. Thank you. Oh, uh, you're so you're so kind, Valerie. I mean, I want everyone to know that this book, wherever you are in your journey, it's a book to read because there's questions that maybe you've been asking yourself your entire life that you you being so open helps everyone out there. So just just thank you. Thank you for being you and for sharing your story with all of us because you are a blessing too. So thank you, thank you, thank you, okay? Thank you, Paolo.
Mm. It's so sweet. <laughs> oh my God. Thank it, you. Thank you. I man. hope we can meet in person one day. I hope so. I, I would I would love that. It would be it would be it would be an honor. That'd be lovely. Thank you. That'd thank be you, Valerie. You truly are a blessing and continue success you. with this beautiful book and everything that comes your way. Embrace it. Be in the moment because you truly do deserve this. You've been through a lot. You've been through a lot. Mm -hmm. So this is your moment, Valerie. Take it. Thank you. Just take it in, okay? Thank you. You also. Thank you. Ah, I love you. Thank you. Come say love goodbye. <laughs> Come say goodbye, husband. <laughs> bye, Patrick. Thank, Thank you for everything. Yeah, Thank bye. you. Thank you, Valerie. Take care of yourself. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye. Oh, so sweet, man. Thanks for joining me today on the A Spoonful Apollo podcast. For tons more interviews or the video version of this episode, visit our website, aspoonfulapollo.com or our YouTube channel. I'm Paolo Presta, and I hope you always remember to dream big. Spoonful Apollo! <laughs> I love you, Oprah. Bye, everyone. We'll see you next time.